0: The Autumn Wind is a Pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your damn host, Raider Greg, is back in the house, and it is football season, folks. Yes, it is. You can t- ask the Patriot fans all over the country if it's football season. I love it! <laughs> that and more here. On show 487. Well, before I get into the show, I just want to hit on this. Janikowski restructures his contract, drops a million bucks. He'll probably use that for future signings or maybe even to pay Donald Penn. I think that was a great move. We're going to keep the Polish cannon in house, damn, he's the longest tenured Raider and most scoring points for the Raiders in history. I like. To, I'm glad he stayed around. I know there's some buffoonery about him leaving. I'm glad that is settled before we start our first game. All right, what's on this show? Tell me. Who's the best in the West? AFC West that is not Mae West <laughs> Probably most of you don't even know who she is we're gonna hit on the West who's the best who's the worst and who's the project? Romo rips Conley. I kind of like this article I kind of like that Romo came out and said it. I know some people taking it real personal But I like the tone and I certainly like the message gonna do a pregame on the Titans And uh, that should wrap it up with the bone line, and we'll move on because our first game is Sunday against, like I said, the Tennessee Titans. Well, who is the best in the AFC West? Well, I'll tell you who I want to be, but it may not be the one who really is. Well, the way I see it this season, the, the Raiders will go to the playoffs as a wild card I think we can do it if our defense can step it up a little bit um, like they did last season. There's a lot of speculation. we got a lot of new players. But uh, I think the Raiders are going to be second in line here in the division like they were last year because I don't see the Chiefs really dropping too much going forward, although they did lose Eric Berry, uh, their great cover uh, safety. I think it's his safety. Maybe he's a cornerback. Nonetheless, the guy is gone. He was a great player. He's out for the season. That certainly helps us. But I certainly feel that the Chiefs have way more power on both sides of the ball than we do. They certainly drafted better than us. And don't get me started. Well, I'll talk about that a little later in the show because I am kind of flipped out about Veggie's picks lately. So we'll hit on that for sure. (laughs) But uh, the Raiders are number two, I truly believe, and could be number one if miracles occur, like Connolly coming on the field and doing what he does and making it happen for sure. Mela Fonwu, we do have young players. Vanderos first year. We have a lot of new meat. Not a lot, but we have new meat on the defense, which we're going to need. And that's basically what I'm saying. I think we can still make a wild card. We just got to win some games which is going to be difficult this season because our schedule blows. You know, most of the teams we play, I think all of them were the stingiest in the league as far as points go. That's good because our offense is pretty damn prolific and it's going to be tough for them. Our defense, however, I don't think so. The Chargers coming up on number three. That's a big question mark for me. They had 21 injured players last year, and they kind of blew ass for sure. <laughs> but they're not going to blow ass this year. Uh, old man Rivers, literally, uh, is not as bad as people think. He's still got a great arm and a great eye, and he has weapons now. And their defense is pretty stout. Watch for the Watch for the Chargers to make a run for it. I'm hoping we can split decisions with these guys this year. I hope we can win one or maybe even two. But it's not going to be easy at all. Not even close as it was last year. The Bronco Hoes own the basement. That's what I'm saying. They will suck because they brought Brock Oswater back. Anyone who falls out of grace in Browntown. Uh, yeah, Cleveland Browns kicked him out of camp. And he came right around back to the Bronco Hose. As the backup quarterback, they say Trevor Simeon's the real deal. He's like Peyton Manning. We shall see. The Broncos still have a formidable defense, but I still think their offense is suspect. I think we can beat them twice this year. Uh, I, I have no doubt that we can, and whether we will, I don't know, because the Raiders are traveling like mofos. I'm telling you right now, we are moving and shaking all over the country. The good thing I think about it is, Last season, the coaching staff did a fantastic job making these guys ready for these long trips. Whatever they were doing, it was magic because our away games were pretty good, and it didn't seem like those away games uh, affected the team like they have in the past. I don't know what they're doing, but they better keep doing it because this year, along with the Patriots Rats that were playing in Mexico, don't get me started. Take a home game away from us for crying out freaking loud. The biggest, most important game for me. I would love to see the Patriots go down on a ball of flames in Oakland. But thank you, Roger the Dodger and the NFL. And as a matter of fact, Mark Davis, you can kiss my ass for letting that go down. That is some BS. And I think we got hosed on that one. The fans did for sure. They probably don't give a rat's ass about us anyway because they're moving to Vegas. They figure, eh, it's just the Raider fans. Well, I think that's some bullshit, and I'm calling it out just like that. So that's how I have it. Chiefs still number one. I'd love to steal a game from them. If we can, we got a chance to be number one. But they look pretty damn good against the Patriots. I mean, they look stellar good. It's only one game. First game of the season. And the Patriots were really kind of banged up, but they look damn good, man. And as far as our division goes, I think it's the toughest one in football. There is no doubt in this fan's mind. We got a hell of a long road. But I think with Carr and company, we got a great chance of getting to the playoffs again this season. And once you're in the playoffs, it's anybody's game and that is all I have to say about that. Romo is a rippet on Conley. Yep, Romanowski is calling out Conley for <laughs> being, well, a pussy, honestly. Uh, He's talking about him sitting while everybody else is working their ass off in camp. He is sitting there with an ice pack on his leg or his knee or whatever the problem is. And he's still yet to see any significant action on the field. Speaking of stock being up or down, I would suspend all trading on Gary Connolly. I mean, I hear he's close, and then there's a setback. It's shin splints. No, it's not shin splints. He's going to be ready to play in the preseason. Never mind, he's not going to take a single snap in the preseason. Might not ready to be go week one. Maybe he does go week one. I, I tell you, this guy's already fit an awful lot of drama into a career that hasn't seen a single on-field snap yet. Does that worry you?
2: You know what? It does, it concerns me because they really need him. And if they didn't need him, hey, I would be all right with it. But being a a first-rounder and a guy that they took a little bit of a chance on because of some off-the-field issues, character issues, they took a chance on They needed him to be able to step in and be a shutdown corner for them. And he hasn't shut down anything but an ice bag in the training room. And that ain't good enough. And the Raiders need him. The fans need him. We all need him to be able to take that field and shut down their best receiver on the other side.
1: The kid missed all of camp. You know, and and Mella Fonwu is nothing to write home about. And DJ Hayden was another one. I, I just don't think Reggie can pick anybody uh, in the... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even want to go into it because I'm sure I'm going to get ripped for this, but Reggie's looking a lot like Veggie this draft season. I'm going to tell you right now. When you look at other teams like the Patriots and the Chiefs, and the Texans, and teams that are really contending. Their draft picks really are coming in right now, and they're playing, and they're making a difference. What the hell, Reggie McKenzie? What did you see in in Conley that made you pick for this guy? There were many, many other choices. I mean, come on, man. What is up with our draft picks we seem to pick injured guys. They seem to be lame, really, uh, in the in, in the secondary. He's got to find someone else to help pick these guys because he acts like he's all that, like he ate a canary, but I think he ate a cannoli instead because I don't see it. Maybe you guys see it. Call me up on the line. Call me on it. But as far as I'm concerned, listen, Veggie was a linebacker. Our coach Del Rio was a linebacker our defensive coordinator was a linebacker and what are we weak at linebacker makes no freaking sense to this Raider fan, but it is what it is. We got to go into the season with what we have, but I think that was a blatant failure on draft day or at least to trade look the Patriots traded five guys. Five guys. Now, they got their ass kicked by by the Chiefs, which are no joke. However, their five trades played ball. And th- they have a system of getting guys in there that are ready to play, ready to go. What did we trade for? Marshawn Lynch. That was the only trade we made. I think that was weak. I think that was a horrible decision. And this is why. And this is why I'm so pissed. You have a finite freaking window to make it to the Super Bowl. We have a quarterback, which is the hardest thing to get. And we have a great defensive player in Mac, Defensive Player of the Year. You build around those guys. You build around them. Now, Cooper fell to us because we had lost Carb was a three-win season. We got Cooper the very next draft pick because he was top ten. But when we fall to the later rounds, we can't pick the toe jam between our toes, it seems like. And I i want to hang this on where it has to hang. has to hang on Veggie. Reggie McKenzie had opportunities in the offseason to shore up this defense, and it really didn't happen. Now, I know we got Cordell Patterson. That was a good pickup. But really, our defense is suffering brutally, and I just don't know if Ken Norton is the coach Or even uh, this other guy we got. I don't think Pagano or Norton seem to know what the hell they're doing. Now, either they should just downgrade Norton and get him out of there altogether. Because too many squawk boxes in the mic don't make for the best soup. I'm telling you right now. Too many cooks in the kitchen. They got to make either one guy the defensive coordinator and shit can the other one or whatever. But those two together... It doesn't look like they have a lovely relationship anyways. Picano's standing behind <laughs> Norton like he's breathing right down his neck, literally. So we to make drift off into some rant, which I already have. Our defense looks like shit, and I'm, not, I'm calling it out just like that. Greg Papa with Joe Low and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Good morning, Pop. How are you? We are doing great. What's
3: going on with the secondary, Conley, and the rest of the guys? Are the guys healthy? Who's who's up? Who's out? And is this secondary made enough improvement to be ready for Tennessee?
0: I don't know, though. I, I don't know. I mean, I really uh, I really don't know how it's all going to fit together. Uh, I don't expect N to play. Uh, I don't think he'll play at all. I don't, I don't think he'll be active for this game. I just don't think he's ready. It's been slow to heal. And uh, watching him uh, warm up before the uh, preseason game against Seattle a week ago, his movement skills just are not there. Uh, It's going to be a while for him. I mean, when he was right, he was moving so effortlessly. It's just like he was gliding, just a special athlete. And uh, he's going to have to build back up. So uh, I don't, I mean, I expect it to be the way we've seen it. Amerson's cleared concussion from all accounts. He'll be good to go. I think he and TJ will be your, your base corners. And then Sean Smith will come into the nickel and TJ will kick inside the good part is that the Titans have a lot of injuries in their wide-receiving core. I don't know how much the rookie, Corey Davis, is going to play if at all. Eric Decker is a big physical guy. He's coming back off some injuries. I think the Raiders can match up with him. Tywan Taylor, this young guy out Western Kentucky, concerns me because he's more of a, the traditional you know, slot in-and-out guy that gives the Raiders problems. But uh, to answer your question, I, I don't know. I don't think they know. Uh, I'd like to see a role with Shalom Luani. He's on the field right away. And maybe give him a package, but you right now. You know, I I don't. Uh, Olbe's not going to play. Obviously, he's not going to play the first half of the year. I don't think Gary going to play, and I think you're going to be minus. You know, your first two draft picks were were, were secondary, a corner and a safety, a you know, hybrid linebacker safety, and and they're not going to be able to help you early in the year.
3: Greg Papa here on ninety five point seven. The game, considering the defense is likely to struggle not only this week but throughout the year, do you see the Raiders going up tempo? Some pop. It's not a look that we've seen a lot of, but you may want to get this thing into a track meet if your defense is going to be vulnerable against Tennessee.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do, Jibs. I think uh, that's one of the key things I'm looking at, uh, and I have for years. When Bill Musgrave joined uh, the team, and you know, Bill has been a lot of places, but he was in Philadelphia. Uh, right before he came to the Raiders and learned the up-tempo from Chip Kelly. And he had it in. They they just didn't always use it. They would use it periodically, jump in it, jump out of it. Uh, and the the head coach is a is a defensive guy. And I think he wanted to throttle back. You know, there's two theories in saving your defense, right? You work the clock. You keep your defense off the field. The other theory, uh, the one I would prescribe to, is let's go hammer down and try to score. Let's score five touchdowns and light up the board and just go get them. And I think that's Derek's mentality, but um, you got to be smart about it as well. And I think, uh, I think they will jump in it. They showed it a lot in, in Dallas in that third preseason game. And it really surprised me because teams, you don't really want to show teams what you're going to do. I think they're going to do it. They have the ability to do it full blown. Just let Derek run it. And they have, they have really shortened their play calls. I saw him break the, uh, the huddle in training camp with, with 36 on the 40-second play clock. How the hell do you call a play in three or four seconds? Well, in the, in the NFL, going, going back to Oregon, and, and Belichick studied it, and Josh McDaniels uh, New England could call a play in like two words. And I think the Raiders have the ability to call plays quickly. So they'll be up on the line. Now, the key thing is you want to hold the defense on the field, and you may not snap it. Right away, like Rivers did for years and, and Peyton did in, in Indy, uh, where you, you get them up. You don't huddle. You get up on the ball fast, you know, maybe with 25 on the play clock, that that quickly. And then just hold them there. And then, you know, whether you want you snap it at 20 or snap it at 5 is up to you. But you're kind of dictating the personnel. So, yes, I, I, I think the Raiders, with Derek Carr, going back to his Fresno State days, you know this low. He's great at it. He's great in the gun. He's great with the check with me. He's for a young quarterback. He studies so well growing up around it with his brother. Yeah, I think that's a that's a, something they certainly can use. to question of how much the head coach will say, let's go. Let's go no huddle and just let him go.
1: Now, we have yet to play our first real season game. We shall see against the Titans because we're going to need the things that I've talked about. We need push in the middle. That's what they picked up Vanderos for. Man, what I saw from him—he's okay. He's lost. Once the ball moves past him, he stands up and looks around. I just don't see that eagle eye in this guy. Um, and don't—I've already talked about Conley. I've already talked about Melifonwu. Um, I like this kid, this uh, this Samoan kid, this uh, safety that we picked up. I think why don't they move that guy to linebacker? I mean, that's a perfect place for that kid. Luani, that's his name. I like the way he plays. I think that's probably one of the best picks we had. Uh, So I'm going to have to hang this year's draft picks in the closet until we see some action. Because as far as I can see, so far, we haven't played a game, I understand. But what I see is not impressive at all. And if this is what they saw... I don't know why we didn't make more moves to try to shore up our defense, especially when we're just there. We have, we have a chance to make it to the playoffs and make some noise. We need to have a defense. And we just don't seem to have one, not that I can see. But you never know. Things can change. I hope Melifonwu is a pro bowler by the end of the season. I hope Conley gets five interceptions, seven, ten interceptions this year. I just can only hope that these guys bring that skill set that they saw somehow and why they picked him. I hope we see that on the field this year because if not, this will go down as a pretty shitty draft pick for Reggie again uh, in these later rounds. you got to find some help in these picks. Trust me. I understand he's got some pro bowlers. I understand that we ended up... But if you look back at the picks, Mac fell in our lap because we were a top five. Cooper fell in our lap. And he picked Carr, thank God, because that was a great pickup. Other than that, I don't know. <laughs> That's just me speaking. And that is really... All I have to say on that freaking rant. Faux show. Play no games. We about to like this thing here up to the sea. Titans. Titans. All right. It's the Raiders versus the Titans. It's three years in a row. You should know these guys by now. What's up?
3: We going long all the way to Nashville. Let's do all of it, Tennessee baby, rap it good, boom, do the damn thing, girl. Yeah, want to, want to, want and want to come and come and get this lady. Had to change my cause Jim Tatum's out to get me. Tino called me up and said, "Let's bump some in the studio." Let them know just how the Tennessee a dice.
1: Yes, the first game of the season, the Raiders travel. What a surprise, oh, brother! What a surprise! The Raiders have to travel to Tennessee again. You know, Del Rio's funny. He says, we love Tennessee. They have to. We practically live there. <laughs> it's our home away from home in the last three seasons, foes show, sure, Their team is very much like our team. Matter of fact, their quarterback got a broken leg the same day that Carr broke his leg. Mariota went down. Shortly thereafter, Carr went down, and the rest is history. Well, Mariota's back. He looks pretty damn good, and he's got some legs on him as well. I don't know if they're going to let him run so much in this game, but their defense is far better than our defense uh, this year. They've done some great improvements, and uh, they're they're ready for us this time. Last year, we won in the fourth quarter a great comeback again. I think it's going to be another season of Tums and high blood pressure medicine for the Raider Nation because we're going to have to come out here, like I said before, and score 35 points. I say it because I mean it, because our defense doesn't look like it could hold a paper bag, literally. So here's a few things I think we should look at as far as this contest goes. Quarterbacks are pretty close to the same. They're both very accurate, kind of move around the pocket. I think Mariota runs more than Carr, but that's okay. They have a new wide receiver in Corey Davis who seems to do pretty good. He's a rookie, and he seems to look pretty good on the field. They have a lot of promise for that guy, so watch for him. Logan Ryan, Jonathan Cyprin, and Bruce McCain bring experience to the secondary. They are experienced cornerbacks and safeties. Uh, They did lose Kevin Bard, who's actually one of their best players in the back, but they have some, some ways to maybe stifle our offense a little i do still think we get away with some great deep balls some great passes Uh, that's a good thing their defense is better not by a whole lot but it's better now their offense also has demarco murray uh, who used to play for the cowboys of course and derrick henry those guys together they're a force and in a preseason we couldn't stop my grandmother from getting through the line and the offensive line has been improved as well. So I don't know how well, though, because last year we got to Mariota a few times. The special teams is pretty damn good, though, too. Uh, so watch out for that. However, you know, like I say, these teams are really well matched. Uh, the Raiders traveling there are two points, two and a half point underdogs, which is really not a whole lot when you consider a home game. Uh, the Raiders because of their history last year, they're getting a pretty good break as far as the point spread goes. I do believe we can win this game. I believe we can beat these guys with our offense. I think if if we're clicking on all four cylinders, or all eight for crying out loud, and Marshawn Lynch is ready to go, and he can pound the rock, we can certainly control the time of possession. This is going to be the key to every freaking victory we have this season. Ball control, clock control. Those two things, big time. Now I expect us to make some huge plays. I expect our game to be crisp on the offensive side of the ball. And I expect this to be a great learning experience for the young rookies in our defense. I want to see some push in the middle. And that's all I want to see. I think back... And Irvin are going to do great if we can push that pocket because Mariota loves to step right in the middle. He takes that two or three steps right in front and lets go of that ball just as fast as Carr. He's a very good quarterback. The only way we're going to stifle him and keep him off the field is to push that middle pocket right up with Mac and Irvin on, on the outside. That's our defense. That is the best our defense can be, I think. Lee in the middle, I'm worried about him. He's really a kind of a <laughs> deer-in-the-headlights kind of linebacker. He's new. Uh, it's a new thing for him. The speed is pretty quick, you can see. So let's just hope this young man can develop. Um, Lester looks like he's a possibility that might turn out better. I like the way he hits. Uh, we We have a pretty good base group of guys that I think will do okay. We kept Smith. What a surprise that is. I'm kind of blown away, but you know when you got nothing in the cupboard, a crumb looks pretty good. <laughs> I look for the Raiders to win this game uh 31 to maybe 24. And that's kind of what I'm thinking, if not maybe 35. I don't know. But I know we gotta put some serious points on the board because, yes, the broken record, our defense. But we haven't played a first game yet. Let's look and see. You know, after watching the Chiefs, man, they just dismantled the Patriots in their house. And I'm gonna go out on a tangent right now. Wasn't it beautiful to see Belichick with his scowl? And to see a oh, little Tommy Brady, all puffy and pouting, he had a pout. And here's the one thing that pissed me off most about Brady in his news conference. He says, we have to do better. We have to dig deeper. we And like he's pointing out his teammates. That's a chump if I've ever seen one. He sucked ass in the fourth quarter. He was terrible. He couldn't get the ball to anyone. Perhaps that golden 4-0, which he turned this season, is the magic number for Tom Brady to start falling off the planet. I think it may be because his passes, his whole game sucked. They have a lot of injuries, uh, and <laughs> it was beautiful to see uh, the stadium was empty by halfway through the fourth quarter. They were gone. Talk about a frickin' fan base. Now, I know the Raider fans leave early sometimes, but I have never, ever seen the Coliseum empty when we're getting beat. I mean, empty. And that is exactly what it was like at at Gillette Stadium for Tom Brady and the Super Bowl champion Patriots because all the fanfare before the game, all the trumpets All the hokey music, all the banners and bullshit that come down, and they got whooped. They got whooped hard by an AFC West team, which is something I'm telling you. The West is the best in the NFL. There's no doubt that it's going to be a rumble in the West to see who comes out. I'm not giving the Chiefs all that, but they look damn good. But it was sure nice to see Belichick. With his scowl. And Brady with his pouty. I loved it. (laughs) Well. That is all I have to say about that. Other than. Let's go Raiders. We can win this. Let's start the season off with a W. I know that we can win. If we play anything. Like we played last year. I think the team has the heart. Sometimes you got to dig deep. And I think this team can dig deeper than what I've seen so far in the preseason. Let's just hope that our defense is not what we saw in the preseason. Now that is all I have to say about that. Before I get into the bone line, let me just say this. I had a bone line caller call in and cuss me up one side and down the other. Call me all kinds of foul stuff. I mean... Really, he was spouting off about how disrespectful I was to the poor people in Houston, Texas, about how I said that's God's will. I don't remember what I said. I'd like to send out my prayers to all who were affected by this hurricane. Uh, Certainly donations to those in the flooded area. And our hearts go out to you uh, from the Raider Nation podcast uh, for sure and uh well once again uh, may the lord watch over you and keep you safe and provide for you and show you the lesson whatever it may be in the tragedy that you're going through because god does have a plan and that is a fact jack
3: hey Redder, Greg, for a long time listener
4: i just listened to show 486 the preseason cowboy game
0: I just want to say you're
4: a piece of shit, dude. How in the f- can you tell the hurricane victims in, in Houston that that's a f***ing test God gave them? These people are dying and suffering by the hundreds of thousands and God is testing them. You are a piece of shit, you mother. I used to love you and your children. I don't believe you have a, the audacity, the false to say such an idiotic self Centered evil maniac. I do not even, even think of a goddamn word. You're a piece of shit and die
1: slow, bitch. Piece of shit, asshole. Do you really think that I said it in a flippant way? I mean, what kind of idiot would think that I, Raider Greg, would be heartless? I have done almost 500 fucking shows on this podcast. 500, Randy and I. And I think we've shown who we are. In those 500 fucking shows. And I think that that's not who we are. My heart and my checkbook. Go out to Texas. The whole area was devastated. And it's horrible to see that. I can't even imagine what it would be like. To go back home and see your house. After a flood like that. My heart and prayers for sure. Go out to those people in Texas. And to Florida. And if you got any questions about it. You can ask. Houston Raider Steve, a regular caller on this show, because I've had contact with him through this whole thing, he'll tell you what I think, and he'll tell you how I feel. So to the chump who called me, come on out to the Coliseum, bro. I'd love to see you. All right, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line, and let's roll it, because the Raiders are getting into it. The season's about to start. I can hardly wait. And our first caller is Raider Jim. He's calling from the East Coast. Uh, prayers go out to you guys, because I know you're going to get a little of this storm as well. Um, What's up, Jim? Tell us what you got.
3: Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is... Raider Jim calling from the East Coast. Great to hear you back on the podcast, brother. Very excited about this year. I'm like you after I heard your podcast about the last preseason game against the Cowboys. I thought that the first team offense looked great. I thought that the first team defense looked uh, very suspect again a little bit of improvement stopping a few third down opportunities for Dallas but still looking pretty soft to me man I'm hoping Conley and Mellon Fonwu actually can play the rookie season and contribute but I'm not real confident about our corners was wondering about the Hayden deal but uh, after hearing from you and others about his injuries. I guess it's good that we let him go on to the Steelers. But nevertheless, I am excited about the year, as I know the rest of the Raider Nation is excited with me and excited about our, our offense, obviously, about Derek Carr. I think that Cordero Patterson is going to be a another addition to our offense. I think it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, Lynch will pick up where he left off in 2014 when he had a really good year with the Seahawks. So he looks like he might be fired up to do some things
1: for the Raiders.
3: But like you say, and like we all say, who are truly a part of the Raider Nation. Go, Raiders. Win that Super Bowl, man. Win it before you leave Oakland. Win it before you go to Las Vegas. Go to Vegas as champions. Okay, brother, thank you, Raider Greg. Thanks for your podcast, man. Don't quit. Really, really enjoy listening to your podcast. So I'm glad to hear you back at it. God bless you, man. Hope to hear you soon.
1: Well, first, brother, thank you for the props. You know, we always appreciate that. I think Marshawn Lynch has got a chip, bro. I think he's still pissed off about that Super Bowl, and he wants another ring. He deserves it. And I think he's going to play like it. He is a true Raider. And I I really think that he's going to put it together I know they've been keeping him from the action, but I don't think you need that action when you've had that many years of experience as a running back. And DJ Hayden went to the Lions. Perfect place for him. Although the Lions looked pretty good last year, I have no ill feelings for that kid. I mean, he did his best here. Uh, That's on Reggie, not on DJ for the pick. Um, So we can move on from that as well. And I do hope that Marshawn is all that he was in 2014 because he was frickin' amazing. And it would be. I like what you say, too, about the Raiders going to Vegas as champions. I really hope and pray that the Raiders can make it to the top of the hill and bring that Lombardi trophy with them when they move because it'll say the Oakland Raiders (laughs) on the trophy. It won't just say the Raiders, because that's where we are, Oakland, California. I love it. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is Nebraska Raider. You know him. You've heard him. One of the great contributors to the show. He's in the house. What you got for us, brother?
4: Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. It's Nebraska Raider calling in, man. So I didn't call in last week. It's kind of preseason, not much. Not a whole lot to talk about. But now that we've made our uh, roster cuts down to 53, there's a couple guys who I was surprised. Um, George Jackson, the third. I knew, you know, he probably wasn't gonna gonna make the make the squad, especially with you know our depth and, and drafting Elijah Hood and whatnot. So, but uh, I mean, he he showed out every time. Every time in preseason, he showed out. I mean, he had that long. thing of a touchdown run. I was called back in the preseason game. I know he's going against you know third, fourth, fifth string guys who aren't even gonna make a team, but he's showing out, man. So hopefully he gets picked up somewhere. If not, you know, bring him back next week or next year as a uh, as a uh, uh, extra body in camp and whatnot. But on to another another deal that I just noticed. Uh, Janikowski evidently something's going on with his back. They're bringing in kickers Civecchio, he's. He's not going to be able to make a squad anytime soon, but uh, so it's either his back and I believe they were talking about uh, shortening up or cutting his contract down to like three million instead of four million, which I mean I think he's the type of guy who wants to stay here. He would take a pay cut. I mean, shoot, you know, he's 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 getting paid a decent amount, you know, even with the pay cut and whatnot. So. Now hopefully he uh, agrees to terms and I want to see him, you know, obviously uh get back in the playoffs with us and you know, hopefully a Super Bowl win and you know, maybe uh, call it quits after that, but retire a raider. So I mean Janikowski obviously raider. Retire as a Raider man. But anyway, so i probably uh I probably won't call back until after after the uh first first game this this week and and uh let's uh let's just go out there and see how this defense holds up, man. I don't know. No, they gotta get something. Gotta get something going, especially with uh Obi Mo Mel- out for uh for what I guess eight weeks. So and uh so anyway, alright. I'm gonna cut it off and I appreciate y'all doing the uh doing the podcast, getting this thing back up and get your ass on the phone, ready, nation. Ready, Greg's ready. Just give it to him. All right. Appreciate it, guys. One love, Raider Nation. I'm out.
1: Well, thank you for the call, brother, and also the props. Yeah, you know, Jano did the right thing. I think he wants to retire, Raider. And when you listen to what he says in his press conferences, you know, he wants that ring. He wants that Super Bowl ring. He can taste it. I think he feels the team. I think he knows that we have possibilities. And I think he wants to stay around. And I hope he does because he needs to retire a Raider. (laughs) Because he earned it. There is no doubt about it. Listen, think about the last 10 seasons uh, before Carr got here. What the hell? (laughs) For sure. So he has suffered along with the rest of us with the teams that we put out there. I'm glad that he restructured. Like I said, his money could probably go towards... Uh, Donald Penn or or maybe to solidify some other things that Reggie has cooking up as far as the books are concerned because that's a big deal, man. We got got big paychecks coming to a lot of players. So that's another concern we got. But Reggie seems to be pretty good at managing the money. So hopefully we'll have enough in the pot to pay everybody and keep this team moving forward and adding players to it. I appreciate your call, bro. I really do. Well, just like the Nebraska Raiders said, get your ass on the phone line, or should I say, the bone line, and call in. Because the show is always better with the Raider Nation in the house. Trust me, you don't want to listen to my ass (laughs) for the rest of the season. That is a fact, and neither do I, for that matter. that's gonna be it for the show let's just go get those titans baby let's go across the country show we're made of because away games are really how you make your team stronger because you know that's the toughest thing to do is win away different time slots all the travel and like i said before i think the raiders got a great formula for making our team comfortable and rested and ready to play on sunday I look to a great contest. I look to beat the Titans on Sunday and start this season off with a W, and then turn right around and come and play the J E T, the Jets. <laughs> Fireman Ed, you can kiss my ass because I'm Fireman Greg, and I'm Raider Greg, and I'm in the house, and I am also out.